Hello, folks. Welcome along once again. We are up for the match. Finals left, right and centre in terms of football coming up uh, this weekend. So we're here to preview all those and we're going to do so in association with Sports Equipment Ireland. And thanks to them for getting in touch with us for a sponsorship once more. The website, sportsequipment.ie. And as always, they'll give us a promo code, uh, TLWB, for 10% off anything on the website. Uh, stocking all your team trend equipment, including tactic boards, poles, bibs, cones, and much more. As well as a large range of Christmas gift ideas for kids. So thanks to Sports Equipment Ireland for getting in touch with us once more. So how are we going to work this? Right. It's fairly hectic, I won't lie. We've got eight guests to get through over the next hour or so. and yeah, lots of finalists to preview. So the way we're going to work it is we're going to cover the games in the corresponding order in which they are happening. So first up um, at the weekend is the Carlo Senior Ladies Football Final. That's a 1.30 over in IT Carlo. And it is Benicary 10 Ryland up against O'Loughlin once more. Surprise, surprise. Um, they've had many a good battle over the last uh, number of years and they are renewing their rivalry once more. And just while we're on the topic of it, before we bring in the guests... Um, uh, John Nolan is doing a live stream of that final uh, on YouTube. The link is on uh, the Carol Ladies page and us here at the left wing back are providing the commentary for that. So looking forward to doing so. Um, so let's bring in the guest, uh, Deirdre Tomlinson. How's things? Fine, thanks, Kevin. Good to talk to you once more. And me Ford, yep. how are you, Kevin? Hello, how are you? Flying it now. Listen, great to finally get you. We didn't think we were going to have you there at one stage. We had uh, with a picture of no sound. It'd just be like that at home here every now and then as well. <laughs> but uh, we can uh, we can hear you now, so uh, we're all good. So um, yeah, we're looking forward to another uh, Titanic tussle, and uh, you've enjoyed some big ones over the last couple of years. It's fair to say uh, this rivalry, I would say, Deirdre, probably goes back. Is it 2016 or 2017? Maybe when you started this rivalry. Yeah, I think um, if I'm correct, this is our fifth, our fifth uh, consecutive year to meet uh, O'Loughlin. And um, they've won the last three previous, and we won uh, the one, the first one before that. So yeah, that's that's five years um, meeting each other, really. Yeah, yes, there are no strangers, and even fairness, uh, I'd say you probably played in nearly all of those as well, did you? I think so. Yeah, I think the year I started playing was. The year before that, so we got bet in a semi-final by Fortunes or Fenna, and then I think that's the year that Barry uh, Harrison Ryland won that. I think that final. Yeah. So, um, is it fair to say that you kind of know each other inside out? Yeah, I think we so, haven't yeah. actually played each other. Yeah, we didn't play each other this year. Uh, we uh, didn't finish out that last championship match, um, because we know we're going to be meeting each other in the county final. But yeah, we do. It's going to be like a game of chess, I suppose, like anything. Um, like we've come off uh, three tough defeats in the last county final. So against O'Loughlin. So, you know, everyone makes their preparations and you prepare as best you can. And when it comes to it, um, sometimes it's just a bit of luck on the day. So we just have to give everyone uh, everything our best. And obviously, Neve, in terms of that, like not only do you know each other inside out from an opposition point of view, but also a lot of these girls obviously played together with the county too. So it is a, a very small little cohort. Yeah, it really is. Like I think between the two of us, we make up the majority of the county panel. Like, and sure, we play get with each other, play against each other. Like, get to know each other fairly well, fairly quickly. So yeah, we think it's always really interesting then because it's like not really like other matches that you play where you're sort of going in blind. Like, there's a lot of planning involved and. Because we know, like, again, we know each other so well, like, they know us and we know them. So 
yeah, it's been really interesting matches between the two of us. There does indeed. So obviously, Neve, a lot of um, players from the O'Loughlin side are quite busy over the last few weeks. Another county <laughs> final last weekend, and um, unfortunately, didn't go in your favour. And I suppose hard luck on that. Michel are a very good side, as we all know. Uh, Twenty-two yeah. in a row. It's it's not too shabby, fairness, but. Um, I know you were kind of struggling a little bit. You picked up a knock near the end. So um, you're probably under a bit of pressure, I'd say. Um, you're doing everything in your power, I'd imagine, to get right. Yeah, sure. Look, like playing the two sports isn't easy for anyone. So it was hard going on the legs now, to be honest, the last few weeks. But yeah, trying hard, get, getting back and seeing the physio. So it could be all good, hopefully. Yeah, that's, that's all you can do. So you're... We're talking to the respective captains here. I don't know if I uh, if I mentioned that at the outset. So, Deirdre, yourself and Nuala are kind of joint captains, and Neve, you're captain of uh, of All Auckland. So, um, geez, we're going well to get uh, two captains on a on a live stream uh, a couple of days <laughs> out before um, a county final. You don't you wouldn't get that now uh, in too many places. But uh, here we have it here tonight. So, del- delighted for that. But uh, no doubt, it's a very proud thing to be able to do um, to lead. You know. Your team is a great honour, and there are, there's lots of leaders, I suppose, on the team anyway. But it's nice to be to be out there in front and, and leading. So, what I would ask is, um, dear John, I'll start with you. Like in terms of your style of leadership, um, you know, do you lead? Do you think? I know you're you're a very social person, right? So, is it the talking aspect that you think you bring your strong leadership to, and you know, giving people advice in that sense, or do you feel you're kind of leading by by doing because a lot of people feel those are the two different types of captain. Yeah, I suppose that's a good point. Um, I think when I started playing sports at the beginning, um, when I was younger, um, I, kind, I kind of thrived much more on encouragement. Even if I made a mistake, um, whoever was managing me or coaching me, um, you know, didn't highlight the mistake, but, you know, the next ball or whatever else. And I think that I brought that through um in in my later years or whatever even coaching younger kids and along with my own teammates um i feel like giving out to someone for missing a ball isn't going to correct it and you can't go back but you can you know if someone said oh hard luck there's your next ball i forget about the ball i lost and think about yeah no i actually can get the next ball or whatever it is so um i would say i probably encourage more and i like talk and whatever else as much as you can on the pitch but um you know trying to get the the player around you or in that role with you just to kind of like think about the next the next ball or whatever and not to think about what they may have done wrong um would Nula be similar in that then yeah and Nula has a big her big northern accent as well and she does more in the shirt than the roar we don't always understand her we've got to understand her in the last few years but um no absolutely yeah yeah she would <laughs> yeah and i suppose uh nula will bring great experience to it as well i think nula has a couple of all Ireland medals with fox cab doesn't she yeah she does indeed yeah she and she's represented monaghan as well um she's um had some great accolades with uh fox rock she's captain uh the carlo team as well um and I suppose neither of us knew we were going to get the call up up until maybe two weeks ago. So we had no idea. So we were both really thrilled. Mm-hmm. So, um, Neve, how long have you been captain? Yeah, just um, since the start of this year. So before our first match, I suppose Barry would have said it to me. But um, like in the team that we have, like it, there's so many leaders, like so many girls are 
already leading on the pitch like like Shravian was captain of the county team this year and Anna does such a phenomenal job as well leading there's so many girls like that that it's not like it makes my job very easy because people are all encouraging each other and you know pushing each other on so like since the start of the year like I've really been so proud of them like all watching everyone taking a step up this year I think and really pushing on. And as a club I would say you're probably training that bit longer maybe than Ben and Kerry Tinroyland given the fact that you had the Leinster final as well that was back in July I think so um, you're on the go a little bit I'd say a little bit longer anyway than uh, Ben and Kerry Tinroyland. Yeah it's been a long old stretch all right now <laughs> You'd be, especially with the camogie as well like you've got that 14 people crossover I think so yeah we have been training for a while but the lads are fairly good like they they know when we can be pushed and they know when we need a bit of a rest so full full credit to them like they're they've really managed it really well yeah because that wouldn't be easy and I suppose given the fact that Mark Brennan was with the, the Camogie team you know you're looking at two all Auckland people there who would know each other quite well Mark uh, and, and Barry and Tombow and obviously you know that relationship I'd imagine was was easy enough to try and probably manage and you'd be looking out for for girls and hoping that they wouldn't pick up knocks and trying to prevent it as much as possible yeah to be fair to them they they managed it pretty well like I think they sat down a few times and ordered out the calendar and sorted out the different training days but I'm like we were keeping in contact with both of them as well like myself I suppose as a dual player and some of the other older girls were keeping in contact with the both of them just to like keep them updated on what we were doing at trainings and stuff just so they all they were everyone was kept in the loop like yeah that's the way to have it um d from your point of view um you know you're you're very rarely idle anyway but i do believe you might have picked up another job in the last few days oh yeah <laughs> i am um, i think i am now the <laughs> pro for the county team yeah <laughs> Much like Breeze Nolan, um, chairperson for Michael. Um, yeah, no, I said um, I didn't mind um, giving a handout. Um, they were kind of um, down short a person in the role. So, yeah, I said I'd throw my um, hat at it. But um, I'm not overly technically minded, so it's a bit of a challenge <laughs> um, either way. But you look at it's good to promote um, like like fo- the football and we have great teams and great underage teams coming through and all the rest. So um, anything I could do to kind of help to promote that or get it out there, I don't mind doing. Ah, you won't be, you won't be long picking it up, sir. All them, all them, all them young kids now are, are whizzes and all. And sir, yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're the yeah. man of the group I'm informed, but uh, I'd say they won't, they won't yeah. be long um, letting you know how to, to best manage that particular role. What half they're doing half the time. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably better off not knowing. But yeah, exactly. uh, yeah listen, that's the, that's the jigs and the reels of it. But uh, just to give a, a broader context on on the season that leads us into the, the games for, for those who may not have been following whatever. So you mentioned already that that fixture didn't go ahead. Obviously, you wouldn't mm-hmm. want it. Like, there's no point, right? Let's be honest about it. Uh, it's just yeah. pointless. But what got you to the final? What was the route for EG? And D, I'll start with you. Um, our first game was against uh, St. Fortunes over in Fenna. Um, and then, unfortunately, uh, we got a walkover from Rathbilly in our second game. Our third game was against Michel and then we didn't play O'Loughlin. So really we've had, haven't had a huge opportunity. Um, the All-County League was a brilliant idea at the beginning of the year and um, where you don't play your county players. And that was really good for loads of players to kind of play and whatever else. But in terms, I suppose, of 
our preparation for our championship, two championship games before a final. And I know the third one was our own decision not to play or both our decisions not to play, but it's not the greatest running. And, you know, it's, it's sometimes hard to get championship matches this late in the year, but uh, we just, you know, when we couldn't get matches, we trained and did the best we could really. Mm-hmm. And Neve. Yeah, sure. Much like Deirdre, we played our first match um, back, God, it seems a long time ago now, against Michael at the start of the year. And then we played Raff, er, sorry, St. Fortunes and Raffili then, and then didn't play the last match. And like Dee said there, like it is, it's hard going, like playing only the two, the three, well, we played three matches on the run up, like, and it is hard to be getting matches. So we've all been working hard and training and like trying to push on because that's where you're getting the most of it this year. Um, but yeah, like, and they all count to league as well. There's a good few girls involved in that as well. And I think it was a really nice idea for them, like really good for girls to get a run like that might necessarily get run all the time. Yeah, because getting games is the most important thing at the end of the day. So look, that's where we leave it, folks. Um, one thirty Saturday, IT Carlo. And uh, as you said, John Nolan is doing a, a live stream and the left wing back are providing a commentary for that. So looking forward to getting stuck into that one as well. And it's going to be a cracker. Uh, Nee for Digital Thomason, the very best look to Boti. And uh, we'll see you on Saturday. All right. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. So we say goodbye to Deirdre and goodbye to Neve. And now we have Mr. Niall Gorman of St. Patrick's. How are we doing, Niall? Not too bad, Kevin. Yourself? As you're flying them now. Um, So Saturday at 2 o'clock, we have the the minor football final. That's over in Netwatch Cullen Park. And it's yourselves and and Airog. We're going to be joined by Cormac Mullins in a couple of moments' time. But... Wow, this is a this is a fairly novel thing to be to be happening. Um, when was the last time actually the St. Patrick's were in the final? Because I saw a program go around. It wasn't nineteen eighty five. It wasn't that length, was it? No, no, it was ninety one. Um, right. Unfortunately, we were on the wrong side that day. Yeah, Clamore, Clamore would come out victors that day. But that that team would have been a lot of the total team that went on and won the vocation schools all Ireland the year after. Mm-hmm. So it did, you know. Unfortunately. They came then, a lot of them guys emigrated over the years, you know. They, they'd only done their college or apprenticeships and they were gone, they left the club, so. Hmm. But, um, yeah, Paddy Quirk was over that team, wasn't he, I think? Des Murphy and Parry Canan, Des Murphy and Paddy Quirk would have been. Yeah, Parry yeah, yeah. was the manager, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, uh, yeah, quite quite some time. You're literally looking at, what, 20 years, so. Um, 30. 30 years. 30 fucking years. Jesus. Yeah. Sorry for cursing there. That's why that's why I'm not a teacher now. But this, this lad, I think, is a teacher, and I'll bring him in. Carl Mullins, how are you getting on, lad? How are you doing, Kev? Yeah, you might help me out to count here. I, I don't realize how old I am at all. But uh, you're, I'm not a math teacher, going... Kev, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, listen, um, you're um, not going to be idle over the weekend. That's for sure. No, no. Um, thankfully, it's a, it's a very busy weekend. So. Obviously, the minor on Saturday and uh, senior on Sunday. So it's been a, a bit of a hectic week here in the club nearly every night. But um, look, it's a it's an enviable position to be in. It's a it's a privilege, I suppose, to be to be involved in both the games. So um, very very lucky and, and looking forward to to the weekend definitely. Yeah, and look, as I said to Niall, in regards to the minor final, it is a novel enough kind of pairing, whatever. I think it was nineteen eighty five. Did I see someone share it? Uh, yeah, eighty six. Eighty six was it? Yeah, six. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's uh, my uncle of mine was playing on the team that day, so he he wasn't long about telling me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just saw it shared there um, online during the week. I saw the program, and uh, there's a few um, just from the Airog side, a few interesting names on it. I think Joe Murphy was playing wing back there, so 
it's just uh, he's he'll have a big weekend himself as well. So it's it's nice to see like it, it is. Yeah, there's um lots of lots of connections there, and I think did I see Alan Callan, Jimmy Dooley, John Kearns? Is that the same match program I'm looking at? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's mad, and uh, Mr. Kearns jumping on here later on as well to talk the senior final. He didn't want to put Carl under too much pressure here, uh, <laughs> but um, so like yeah, you, you've you've mentioned that it is kind of busier there, but in terms of the patch to the minor final, right? Because sometimes we, we fall down a little bit in that we're not quite sure how teams actually got there and we maybe don't give it as much exposure as it should get and hand up for that. I'm not alone. <laughs> but how did you actually get to the final? Talk us through the season and uh, Niall, I'll start with you. Yeah, um, I suppose the county minors took a, a lot from uh, ourselves in our rug at the start of the year. Like we had five or six guys in, in with the county minors so the the running all county league, which was without all the county minors. So we got a few games under our belt, giving guys runs out at the start, you know, before the boys came back in. Uh, then the league started off, and I suppose just it was done on a, a league format, home and away, you know. So uh, we went out to Pal the first day. We came out with a lucky win. Then we went over to Parky Green near Ogan to give us a hiding. <laughs> the, that day, so we had to learn from that straight away you know so we did so we, we after that game we sort of got our backs to the wall and, and knuckled down a bit you know mm-hmm. um, but, so I think we Aerog beat us twice we beat Pal away and we beat well, nice Rangers away and we beat Tenoit right in twice so that was enough to get us into semi-final again Rangers a few weeks ago you know and, and thankfully we, we came out on top that day in a dirty wet day good stuff and obviously from your point of view Carl we know a couple of the Results there now, but uh, the rest of them fill us in. Yeah, well, I suppose uh, as Niall said there, the um, the format this year was the league uh, kind of group stages, and there was a lot of games. And I suppose just with the COVID and the break and the long break that, that the players had, and the lack of football, it was pretty nice to have you know those run of games um, where you could just let the lads play football. Um, and it, like we've uh, we've a good squad there, and it's nice to kind of get get to see the full amount of your lads and, and use them and see what you have. Um, but yeah, like we were in a, a five-team group with Tinder Island, Leinster, Pal, and Tullow, obviously. Um, like we, we we got through the group pretty well. Um, we came through it unbeaten, which is which is good. But you know, we had we had lots of different tests along the way. Like when the second time we played Tullow out in Tullow, it was a it was a very different game than I suppose the first one in Airog, and it showed how much uh, Tullow had had come on and maybe learned from that first game. So it was a bit of a battle out there. Um, and we learned a lot from that night as well. So they went, we went into a semi-final versus Pal then uh, out in Fenna. And uh, as we said, there was just a terrible, terrible day uh, for football, especially in the second half. So that became a kind of a battle in the second half as well. Uh, but we came through it and I think it was six or seven points in the end. Um, so, yeah, we, we're, we're looking forward now to Saturday after getting a lot of football under the belt in, in that time. And you're obviously uh, no stranger to big minor final days, more so with, with the county now, because obviously you're a blues man, I think, uh, when you were representing the, uh, the county that time in, in 2007. But um, I suppose, you know, that experience and all, and obviously anyone that's still playing would have played minor or underage at some stage, but can you kind of resonate with certain things with the Chaps Carl, given the fact that you were there, but they are on a big, big day as well. Does that help in kind of keeping them focused for, for, for days like Saturday? Yeah, like I suppose it does, and like uh, working with uh, Richie Mann there as well, who'd have a huge involvement, obviously down through the years, and, and at senior level with Aerog as well, and you've James Brady and and James Root as well, and it's a good kind of 
management team that you know, work well together and everybody is able to give their, their, their input to the lads from their own experience. Um, and certainly we try to do that. But the group themselves is an experienced group like this. is For, for some lads, it'd be the third minor final in a row. For, for the majority of the group, it's now they're, they're um, going, hopefully looking for back-to-back. They're, they're in their second final in two years. So, you know, they can probably look at their own experience as well from big games. And we've got dual players as well that are playing big hurling games. And there's some lads going to be involved in a minor hurling final next weekend with Carlo Town. So, you know, they, they're, they're no strangers to big games themselves. And, um, you know, they're, they're, they're a great, great group of lads, you know, so that they, they take on a lot of advice and a lot of coach, coaching kind of things that we would we try and get across to them. But, um, you know, they're, they're great. Yeah, and Niall, in terms of the lads that are involved with you with the with the side, I'll double this up by asking who they are first of all. And at say thirteens and fifteens level, are were Tolo in kind of finals, or is this kind of a, a sporadic kind of a thing that they've just kind of peaked at at this particular time? I know this is a, this is a, a really talented group. Um, we'd be no strangers to to Airog at this age group. You know, we won it in under twelve. I think Airog got the better of us by a couple of points in the under fifteen finals. So. It's on to now. Uh, so, like, it, there's always been ding-dong battles over the years, you know. So, um, yeah, Juan O'Toole is with me and uh, Tim Healy. So, they're the two guys. So, and in fairness, we have to work them very well together. Tim has been with this group since since they're under nines or tens, you know. He's brought them the whole way through. His own two young lads are, are involved, so he stuck with them. And I only came on board this year. I wasn't involved, no, last year. Well, Cormac tell you the the game went to a, a very very tight game in in the semi final last year, and they're all won by a point. We have thirteen of that team underage this year, so even though they wouldn't have played in say minor finals, you know they wouldn't be they're not they wouldn't be shell shocked to be in a final like. Yeah, yeah, no, like I remember that game, the semi final last year was up in Airog, and um, like we were very lucky to come out of it in the end. I remember our keeper making a point blank save with Sean Murphy with a couple of minutes to go. That you know, if that goes in, we were in big trouble. Um, and luckily, it didn't for for us. And and we kicked on. Then I think we won just by a point in the end. So you know, we knew that 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 Tuller team will be coming again this year, and and will be definitely a force we reckon with. Like so. Yeah, yeah I think the whole COVID thing, Cormac, just just held every, all all them young lads back at the start of the year. You know and. As I seen myself as the year went on, they're just the fitness built up and and now the football started to play then. So I tell you, now we should be in, in for a good game of football on on Saturday, please God. Hmm. One thing, lads, just before I do let you go, um, there's a lot of debate around the actual grade and what it should be under seventeen or under eighteen, and I see pros and cons to it, right? But one big pro I can see, having coached minors for a couple of years in sixteen and seventeen, is. I think it's so much easier to hold on to when it's under 17 because you know yourselves, when it was under 18, certain lads become legal and then they find certain things, right? So I think that's a big advantage. Um, and other people will say it gives them an extra year kind of a thing to maybe develop, but I don't really get that because, you know, if they're under second year minor, it changed in, in spades, I think. So there was one stage where you could play actually when you're under 16 and then it went to you could play on your first year minor in terms of going playing senior. And then you had to be 18. So it's kind of changed progressively. Um, but are you kind of comfortable and happy with the grade or would you like to see it go back to 18s? How do you, how do you both feel about that? Yeah, well, I, I, I personally think it's it's 17 is good because 
the reason being uh, if you had 18 you could you could do is half a panel or more to college you know and we're, we have a few guys got started there now in september and even trying to get them back here for training you know at the weekend so if you would if you have a 17 year olds is 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 easier to keep they're in back in school you have them at home you know especially when the championship is going on this late in the year as well you know Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'd agree as well. Like, um, like I've been involved in minors in Europe for the last couple of years, and all the time throughout that, we would have had supplemented the panels with um, some, say, good under fifteen players. And it's nice for those guys to maybe see the older guys on the minor panel and maybe you know learn a little bit from them as well. And um, and as we said, like it is, it is easier to keep a hold of them when the majority of them are in secondary school rather than going on to college. And um, I suppose it's just really then about bridging that gap between under 17 to what comes next. Yeah. Um, and it's about just readying them to, to play adult football. Like that's kind of, I suppose, our main focus in Aero, preparing, preparing these guys for adult football and making sure they're ready to, to make that step up. And, um, you know, if you win championships along the way, then fantastic. Or if you're contesting in finals or anything like that. But it, it's certainly, I think, easier to, to hopefully push them towards that. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, lads, we'll, we'll leave it there. Um, as you said, 2 o'clock Saturday night, what's going on Park. Um, minor final, St. Patrick's versus Zero. Corrin Mullins, Niall Gorman, thanks for joining us and the very best luck to both of you, Ari. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Neil. So we say goodbye to Niall and we say goodbye to uh, Cormac and we have Andrew Byrne on standby. How are you getting on, Andrew? Well, how's it going? How are you well? Ah, sure. Not too bad at all. Uh, Oshin Boland uh, should be joining us in a moment's time. I think he's, I think he's good to go. He looks good to go on, yeah? How are you doing, Oshin? Yep. How you know, lad? Good. That's for flying. And you're only in the door from from training. I think was in here. Yeah, just back there now. So just got a big rub and shower and all. And that's not. Now, so. That's not a great night to be training. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Hopefully for a bit bit better weather now on um, on Sunday. But yeah, no, it's grand. Sure. Yeah. The last bit, few kicks in. So. Yeah, and some lads were actually wondering where he's training at all. So that puts that to bed fairly quickly. <laughs> train it, even yeah, training no, in the rain. Yeah, training in the rain, the whole lot. Yeah, no. Um, I'll tell you, the commitment now, commitment levels are high up there. So, um, I know. Look, we're uh, we were kind of training two nights a week there for the last few weeks. So, um, I said we'd stay going now this week. And it, was, it was just a light session, and it was like, uh, just getting out, kick around now before the weekend. Good stuff. Um, Andrew, you trained this evening, or what was the crack with you? No, there was a, a few of us out. Uh, there's a recovery rooms out here called Bounce Back Recovery. So there was a few of us out there this evening, all right, at the race home after that. A bit of ice bath and kind of just mind the body, I suppose, before Sunday. We were, mm-hmm. and we were training last night, all right. So Yeah, good stuff. Well, I'm reliably informed that uh, you're a left wing back, so this makes the appearance rather appropriate. And also, your grandfather a left wing back on a Clomore team that won a championship back in the 50s, I think. I, yeah, I think so. Uh, now, uh, um, my my family uh, we're not the best we're not the best footballers. My my uncles and everything, but uh, my grandfather passed it. It kind of skipped a generation. So myself and my I have a twin brother. We're on the we're on the team. Anthony Byrne there, uh, and uh, co- a lot of cousins and all would would all be playing with Clamore. So uh, we got kind of we got good blood, I suppose, in us. Uh, so hopefully, a bit of luck, uh, and we'll be winning 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 on Sunday like uh, the granddad as well. You know. Yeah, someone someone told me two burns worse than a skull. Heard <laughs> 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 heard that said before. Um, there, but, there's uh, more than two. There's more than two burns in our team. Anyway, I tell you, there's about ten of us. 
Oh, Jenny Mac, it could be third degree, so. <laughs> but uh, no, listen, it's a uh, look, lads. It's it's a novel pairing, right? Um, being honest about it, and it's it's mad to see Saint Mullins back with the team first of all, and good, not just mad, very good and very positive, and uh, invo- involved on county football final day. I suppose this is the joys of a pandemic in the last year and a half and it throws up all kinds of crazy things and now St. Mullins on County fo- Football Final there. So I've seen like, um, I think it goes without saying that the structures have probably been a key factor in St. Mullins being able to field the team, right? Because when we were looking at one code one week and another code the next week, sure that wasn't going to wash down there because we all know Harlan's number one, right? But I'd imagine that's after being a big factor. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. I suppose sure. Obviously, as you said yourself, like hurling is priority down here. Um, like I don't think we have any underage football teams even in the in the club. Um, like we played under fourteen, I think, but that's the maybe one of the last teams I can remember uh, having a team. And even I think maybe eight or nine years since we had like a, a an adult team. Like so, yeah, definitely the the split season makes it a lot easier because like um, at the start of the year there. Uh, well, starting football season, obviously there was, I think there was nearly thirty-five lads up in the field. Like it was, it was mad. Like you know, so um, I think it, it's just given everyone a bit of, it's a bit of a, um, a break from the hurling as well. Um, but like obviously, uh, it, it's kind of, I think it's it's great for the club to be back in it, and I think that obviously it's this season is kind of allowing us to do that and. Yeah, no, it's great for the club. I think if we could keep going with it now and, and maybe try and introduce a few underage teams, like it'd be it'd be great because there are a few footballers in the club, like um but it's just a matter of getting I suppose the the kicking into us early early on. But um yeah, no look, it's great. We're delighted to be part of the final now on Sunday and we're all looking forward to it. Yeah, great stuff. So like in respect of lads that would have played a bit of football before, obviously the lads that you know, it's possible that lads that went to Boris and obviously to Go Council would have played a bit because Go Council in particular is a big football in school. Um, and Boris would have played at a fairly decent level. And some of them lads are tasty enough now, like, you know. Um, it's just they haven't played for, for some time. But I think, I was only thinking back earlier, like Jack Havner played for Leinster Rangers. They took out the mount, I think, to facilitate Jack in 2006. He played in, in a minor final against their rogue, and I think played in a junior final for St. Mullins the very the very same year. And Paulie's probably on that as well. And I imagine there's a few more of them that were knocking around. Uh, but for a lot of you, this is probably a first uh, football final. Yeah, it's definitely for me and uh, my first football final. I, I, I did play a couple of games. I don't even know what grade we were at the last time we had a team, but um, uh, like at that at that time it was kind of like there's fifteen lads. You'd hope fifteen lads show up on the day, and if you had a few subs, then it was it was great, like anything. But um, it's it's different now. I think lads are are a little bit more involved, especially with um, I think they just want to be around the club a bit more, like it like when the hurling finishes early in the season. So. Um, yeah, and, and as you said, like lads like Paddy and, and Jack and Mouse and all, they probably would have played football for Good Council and, and Burris. So you know, like they have like the the ability, it's just it's just I suppose getting the getting away from the hurling and, and start kicking like so, um the, the kicking kinda of lets us down at times, but uh, we're slowly getting better as the year goes on. But uh no, there are there are a lot of good hurling or footballers in St. Ones, so Mm-hmm. Hopefully we can continue with the with the football for the next few years. Mm-hmm. 
so Andrew, like uh, in terms of the meeting or you're on the championship, so you actually beat St. Wollens that night, which was quite a surprise at the time because St. Wollens were expected to walk this, right? And uh, a lot of people were giving out that they shouldn't be in junior C, but you actually went and bet them that night out in Clonmore. And yeah, we obviously, we go to Google Maps for that now. That was, that's a good hour of a spin. Like I don't think there's a longer spin between two clubs in, in the Hall of Carlo. Um, so it was, it was a two eight to seven. I think, was there seven points in it in the end? Or something like that, yeah. I think I think there was, yeah. And I, and to be honest with you, it was it was fun. There was a, a few of us basically traveling around the same distance down from Dublin to get down for us as well, because uh, there's a few lads on the junior team living in Dublin, like so. Uh, it's kind of a like everyone was making a bit of an effort just to get down, especially for that game, because we knew kind of the challenge that was going to come from St Mullins. But um, I think uh, that we were confident enough. Basically, th- this entire year uh, we've been kind of playing very well we have some some talented players on the team and it's it's our second team but some lads there have, have, have great experience and then we have great talent coming through uh, kind of young lads so we were kind of going into that game confident enough but we knew kind of the challenge that was going to come from St Mullins and we kind of held on they, they, they had a lot of possession that day but uh, as, as I himself was saying there uh, the, the kicking kind of let them down on the day and we kind of were able to compensate then and and we were clinical on the other side of the pitch, and and that was that was the the beatings of it in the end. Like the the, the game was actually, if you went and watched it, it was uh, possession wise. The lads had had a lot of the ball, so we were kind of just holding out, defending with, with like really hard defending and, and hitting them up hard because we knew kind of big big kind of senior hurling kind of players they're going to hit us hard, and we kind of tried to give it back to them, and and eventually we ended up pulling away towards the end and getting a few kind of crucial scores but um we were delighted that day we weren't majorly surprised because we, we were kind of we're confident enough in our own ability even as a as a as a second team we we have some good footballers but uh i'd imagine sunday is going to be very similar it's going to be a good old clash like it's it's not like as far as i'm concerned it's not a junior c clash it's it's more it'd be almost better than the junior b final to be honest with you it's going to be a clash of two very good squads you know yeah I'd imagine so, indeed. And, you know, there's no fear of more lads uh, not hitting you hard anyway. But I can tell you one thing, nothing hit me harder than the actual ground out in your pitch there a few years ago, right? Because there was divots everywhere. I was after coming on as a sub at halftime, I'd kick the ball in the ages and yeah, thought it was right. And next thing, crunch. Ankle in absolute bits. I have a poor track record, actually, against Clomore because... Uh, Willie Rooney brought me leg in 2003 playing under 12 football as well. And it's funny because I actually met him a few, uh, a few years ago on a night out and uh, showed him the scars. He says, do you remember me, do you? He said, uh, oh, Davids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just roll the eyes or whatever. Um, is, Willie, is Willie back with you? Because I know he crossed over the water there for a while. Yeah, yeah, he uh, he's he, he played because you know the the last year's championship was being played this summer as well. So at the start of the year, we basically played the final. We 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 got bet by MLR in the final uh, at, at the start of this year. That was last year's championship, and Willie was playing that game, and uh, he he played a couple of games this year. Now I'm not sure if he'll be there Sunday, but uh, he came on actually against St Mullins the last day. So he, he's de- he's definitely in and around the squad, you know that way, but. Uh, He's he's got uh, a new a new baby recently as well. I think so. He's got be- uh, more important commitments at the moment in his life. You know that way. But uh, oh, yeah. I'd say he, he probably remembers each. He, he hits. He always every game. He always seems to get one one of those kind of big hits in. So he's a great asset to have when he's on the field. He loves a bit of contact. All right, uh, and congratulations to him on the the newborn or whatever. You know. So um, you're actually no stranger to the podcast world yourself. Yourself and uh, the brother, the latte latte show is it. 
yeah, we had a podcast there just uh, over the feckin' lockdown. We decided we'd put a bit of a podcast together because we were, we were bored. And uh, we, we got, a, I'd say, five or six episodes just kind of over the space of a couple of months and kind of got a bit of a snowball on it. But COVID kind of shut that down uh, on us. Uh, I'm living in Dublin mainly, so uh, it was hard to actually meet up at, at some stage. So we we might we might get a kicking kicking off on Sunday night when we're in the corner up the up in the pub if we we have the cup and hopefully but uh, there might be a, a few latte lattes had that night but uh, yeah <laughs> espresso uh, martinis lad <laughs> yeah exactly so um, yeah, yeah but uh, yeah and so- and actually uh, the brother the brother uh, he he's playing on the the junior team as well actually the two of us are, are on it this year. Um, and nor- normally he'd actually be spending, uh, he'd be on the, the first team, you know, but he decided he'd take a break from the first team this year. So we're lucky enough to have him for the for the juniors, you know. There's a couple of lads like that actually this year. Thankfully, uh, Owen Coleman, I think you were mentioning him in the last game, he, uh, the yeah. last uh, podcast, he's he's had a great year really. And, and uh, St Mullins, he, he was crucial uh, scoring some, uh, I think he scored our two goals that day and scored some very crucial points towards the end of the game that kind of pulled us away from the lads because it was neck and neck really there uh, with St Mullen the last day so um, uh, some crucial players really that kind of decided to commit to the to the seconds instead which is is great you know so hmm. he got 5-6 in the semi-final <laughs> that's mad scoring uh, yeah exactly and sure uh, he got a couple of goals there in the, in the first 15 kind of and we uh, immediately just thought right that's it we were kind of happy enough we, we thought we had um uh, finished them off and I, I think uh, ourselves and St Mullins really for the entire year have been putting up savage scores against all opposition and it's really been the two of us uh, w- w- even after the game against the last day I think I heard a few lads just saying like across the across the divide season Dr Cullen boys uh, uh, come the end of the championship because we kind of knew at that stage there's no other competition uh, uh, like the two, the two teams that really are like the best the best of the bunch so it'll be a good out clash now and uh it'd be a very interesting game to watch it hopefully it's entertaining enough uh, ahead of the old senior game you know oh yeah and so you're captain Oshin, yeah 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 captain this year don't know how to take that but must pull a name out of a hat or something like that <laughs> yeah well look um it would be it'd be a massive thing as well and you'd have a fair session if it ended up going down in your direction um and i'd imagine like like always when st ones are playing there's always a massive support and i expect that to be no different yeah no in fairness like sure geez, you know the same one supporters there they live and breed uh hurling and anyway, but there are a few diehard supporters that followed us up to clanmore and and we played uh, palatine up there as well um but like yeah the numbers seem to be getting bigger on the sideline every week so um, no, I think it's 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 great that everyone is in, enjoying it and everyone is everyone still has the flags up around the, the parish anyway, so it's great to leave them up for a little while longer. That's what you want. Well, listen, we're doing a live commentary on it as well on Sunday. I kid you not. So, Junior C Football, we said the creme de la creme. Uh, so, it's live on the, the left wing back on our on our Twitter page from, from half one. So, don't get stage right now, lads, right? <laughs> <laughs> we don't put you in the pressure. Try nothing. We'll all be thinking, what's Kevin saying now? What's he saying after that? I'll put that one right. Kevin's giving out now. Yeah, well, listen, not the night to do so. Look, in all seriousness, um, um, it's nice to cover all, all the grades and stuff. And there's effort being put, on, put in on your behalf as well. So 
delighted to do so, lads. And the very best luck to both of you. So that's half one. No, one o'clock on Sunday, sorry, in uh, in Netwatch Colin Park, um, ahead of the senior final. Uh, Andrew Bourne, Ocean Bowling, the very best luck, Ari. Hi, right, thanks, man. Cheers. Thanks for jumping on, lads. We'll chat to you. So we say good luck to Andrew and say good luck to Ocean. Uh, I think we have Brian O'Donoghue here on standby. How are you, Brian? Kev Hurtings. Ash, you're flying it in yourself. I'm take off the referee mask. You're um you're fairly busy uh, this evening. Where are you at? Forgot I don't, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> are, are they all your county medals? Are they? <laughs> <laughs> two junior A medals and me uh, two uh, under twelve C and um uh, we're in, in Ballykeely. Uh, the chamber uh, county chamber awards are on. So um, on. every year they um uh, some of the businesses in Carroll get presented with awards first things like um. You know, best shop front in Toto, best shop front in Bagnus Town, best shop front in Carrow Town, and there's um outstanding employee of the year, and there's loads of different awards. So it's always a great night, and um, uh, it's actually it's 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 um it's in tr- three locations. So we're in Ballykeely, uh, it's in the Dolmen, and it's in um the Bagnus as well. So it, it's been streamed live from three locations, and the way they did the technology now was really impressive. You'd be right up your street now. <laughs> what is that? Good stuff. Listen, no, that's that's great, and um, so you're. Thanks, thanks for jumping on, first of all. Because... Sorry that you had to use me, the bottom of the barrel in referees. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all, not at all. Um, it is, in fairness, you know yourself from being in the media game, it's incredible how lads become so shy so quickly. But yet when you see them in the pub with a few drinks in them, different story altogether. <laughs> yeah. I, sure, I, I remember, um, sure, for whatever it was, five, six years ago now, and you and I be doing commentaries, and you wonder, you can see the numbers lo- logging in to listen, and sometimes you see very few maybe messages coming in, but then you, you maybe go to pub afterwards, and as I say, uh, just I heard you, you were a bit harsh there on whoever running, running through, and you're kind of going, oh, so you are listening, like, you know. Um, but it's, um, yeah, no, it's it's it's, uh, it's good to be kind of uh, talking football with somebody anyway. Definitely, definitely. Never a, never a bad thing to be talking about with you. I think we've John Corrins here as well. Well, John, how's it going? Can you hear us? Yeah, we're just having difficulty hearing you, John. Can can you hear us? I think I think you can hear us, but we can't hear you. All right. Um, I think you could be on the laptop there. So what I'll ask you to do, we are live here as well, obviously, but jump on that link via your phone because I sent it to you on WhatsApp as well, and it should work for you there. I want to kick you there for the moment. So don't respect to me and you, right? This is the joys of doing this live. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, listen, just going back to that as well, it's something I've always said. Uh, very grateful to yourself for giving me the break, right? Because obviously in 2014, I ventured into media. That's and <laughs> I went to a meeting, right? And uh, I ended up on commentary for the county final, <laughs> which was, um, yeah, not expected, but definitely very enjoyable. And that, that gave me the grow for it. So on that occasion, obviously, that was um, all locked in Raffili, and uh, Raffili yeah. just about edged that one. Um, but yeah, no, no strangers to uh, to uh, county final day over the last day. Uh, 20, 30 years, maybe. But you're doing yourself an injustice. Like, in fairness, um, I remember getting that email from you um, in, in 2014, and you sent me a match report, and it was better than anything I'd ever written. And, uh, no, I think very quickly, you re- like, it took me three or four years to realise um, when I wanted to get into journalism, I kind of was in awe of all the people that were in it. And it took me too long to realise that if you have the ambition and the willpower to do it, um, anyone with that ambition can do it and you came along and within sure within two weeks you were you were texting me saying here i'm going up to do i'm going up to do a cbs game in the back end of nowhere wherever it was and you just had you'd brilliant driving and um so don't jeez you um i happened to be there while you were 
Under ah, no, well, I know. I appreciate it. We we crack, crack with the scopes in fairness. Like in fairness, even going up to um, the CBS game in the other and finally, like, that was that was a great day. Out, like Sneak, sneaking into the to the press yeah. section. And go. <laughs> <laughs> we were spot. We had premium tickets, and you said, "Oh, floor seven was it?" And next thing, yeah. off we went. So I remember going only. I, I, rang, I rang the Brady one, and sorry, I rang. I think Siobhan Brady was the name at the time in Crow Park, and said, "Looking for a press pass for Augustine. We're, we're on a website," and she was like, "No, we don't get press passes to websites." And I was like, oh, "Like, it didn't. It wasn't going to be a sellout now. Do you know there was good yeah, yeah, there, yeah. but it was. And it wasn't like it was Dollar Ireland fine we were looking for. And um, uh, sure, we went up, and next thing, level seven was no security, and in we went, and sure." Ten sandwiches in the whole lot. <laughs> yeah, and I'll, I'll never forget Shane. Shane, um, Shane on his pass to um, Holden. Oh, oh, why did I mention his name tonight? Um, <laughs> but, but that ball into Holton and the, the goal was uh, ah, delightful. Yeah, it was a great day. Super day, fairness. Any Carroll team winning All Ireland? Um, I remember yeah. the first Carroll team I seen winning All Ireland was probably the Michael Camogie women. I think in twenty twelve in Ashbourne. Um, yeah, first wet day as well, wasn't it? I think, yeah, yeah. as far as I can remember. Um, yeah, that was that, that was mighty stuff and, and great, great times. And I'm genuinely always very grateful for those. I think we have John Kearns now as well. John, can you hear us now? I can. Can you hear me okay there, Kevin? There we go. We're 100% now. We have you there loud and clear. Big price. Here we go. It's mad, right? Because I had Neve Ford on the start of the show. And uh, same problem, except for she was on the phone and I switched the laptop on the work. But you're on right, the laptop right. and then come back to the phone. Anyway, we have you. How's whatever things? works, whatever works. Uh, great, thank God. Great, thank God. And you're yourself, Kevin. All right. Master, look, flying it, looking forward and, and, to uh, all this. And Brian, how are you, Brian? All right. Hey, John, how are things? You well? I'm yeah, good, thanks. Look, yeah, we're all good. We're all good. Looking forward to the weekend. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so look, yeah. I was kind of, I kind of touched on it with, with Brian. Um, like Raphael, you're no strangers to county final day, no more so than than Aero. But um, the battles between both sides have been mighty over the last 30 or 40 years and you were lucky enough I suppose to be involved in a lot of those John so what are your memories of playing Raffili I suppose and in terms of playing on county final day yeah well look I suppose overall most most of my game against Raffili again like back in my day of course it was old school it was knockout you know so kind of you, you meet once a year and that would be eight come championship and uh, it pretty much nearly always was either semi-final or the final and pretty much the final most of the time and I, I always make a comment about Raffili over the years that like even like in our so-called glory years when we were doing so well in, in Leicester and all that we could never ever never easily get over Raffili. It was the one game you're guaranteed to be an absolute belter of a game the whole time. And uh, look, that hasn't changed to this day. You know, um, you know, everyone's saying I are hot forever to send it all year, but the one team you'd always kind of fear would be Raffili in the championship. And again, the kind of the further you go in the competition, the, the further you fear them, to be honest, you know. Mm-hmm. And Brian, that's kind of a, a thing that is very evident to everyone outside of the two, two, two clubs as well, because what, but what is it though from a Raffili point of view? It's not, they don't really give a shit who they're playing. They never do. I think that's the the attitude from the outside in that they seem to adopt. And um, for the most part, it has stood them in, in very good stead. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and for, for me personally, the green and gold versus the red and white, it was always, even for my young person, or a young lad, I always thought it was like carrying cork, you know. Um, um, which uh, maybe sometimes the red and white possibly won more in, in uh, Cairo than it did in, in, uh, in Munster. But um, yeah, I, I think... The great thing in both clubs is the breeding. Uh, you know, if you look at some of the surnames, um, there's a Morrissey in midfield uh, on Sunday. There's a, a Dial uh, at centre back for Philly and, and the two sons of, of Noel and, and Jody from the nineties. Like you know, so the, um, there's loads of surnames there that it's amazing to, to look thirty years later, twenty years later that these surnames are coming up again. Like you know, 
Definitely, yeah. There's there's um any amount of that and obviously linking back even generations beyond that again. So um you can't make up reading as as, as the fella said, but uh yeah, like I mean in terms of the last couple of months, because obviously we had last year's final played only what three months ago, I think. So it's very, very recent. Yeah. And as we touched upon briefly on Monday Night's podcast with, with Tommy and Christy, um I think that was a little bit closer than the scoreline suggested, right? And you're thinking you know, Rafili need to make improvements. And even having seen them last weekend, I felt they need to make improvements to close the gap. F- from where I'm seeing Airog at the moment, I think Airog are still, it's kind of similar to Rangers in the hurling last year, right? They've won games or whatever, and you still think there's another gear or two. And I don't know, John, do you, do you feel that yourself? Well, you, you see, Kevin, I suppose you look at them kind of in two ways. You can say, first of all, that... Uh, there probably is another gear or two left in your rogue to, to, to move up. But on the other side of the kind too, you can always say it haven't been kind of probably tested properly yet. Uh, so that's the other side of it, you know. So uh, which uh, which side comes out, we'll see the weekend probably, you know. But look, if, if you go by last weekend, probably a rogue didn't, didn't play as well as, as other games either, you know. That could be down to the opposition as well. But, you know, maybe that might be the kicking kick in, the, in, in the ass to say that they might need to kind of, to kind of they know themselves they may improve. They may improve from last Sunday. If, if they don't, they could be in serious trouble against Rafferty. You know, so if they, it, it'll, it'll be tough if, if they don't play well. Mm. And Brian, where do you see it from the Raffili point of view? Um, do you feel there's big improvements to be made and how confident are you that they can make those and, and cause an upset? God, I wish I had an answer to that. Um, I'm, always, I'm always kind of cautiously optimistic. Um, you know, as a Raffili man, you'd back any Raffili team on any given day. Um, and saying that, you know, going up against a team that's going for five in a row, um, you know, you have to, you're going to have to have your um, your ducks in a row. Um, I think, interestingly, the the team that Rafferty put out in the county final of 2020 uh, a couple of months ago um, is different, a lot different to the team that will probably feature uh, on this Sunday. It's actually closer to the the league final that Rafili actually won this year. So um, it just with the minors that couldn't play and that with the age gaps and that. So um, how confident am I? I suppose give any Rafili team a chance. Um, there's no doubt that uh, Aero obviously are the favourites. Um, but I would um, I, I give any Rafili team a chance. Um, if there was only wants to have the green and gold on their backs, uh, there um, anything can happen, you know. Yeah. For sure, um, John. Just to, I want to I want to get you talking about those nineties finals a little bit more, right? Because I think it was three or four yeah. finals. So, what what were they like? Obviously, you were in the peak of your powers in terms of winning Leinsters, but they were they were hard fought, like. Yeah, as mentioned before, like the Rafferty games were always hard fought, you know. But I, I, again, a point I do I do make when this kind of topic is brought up about the team in the nineties and that is that I think the reason we did so well back then too was that we genuinely just took every game the same. Like we we played against like to say Rafferty and that the same as we we take on Lawn Rangers or Kilmacudden like that. I mean, we we didn't change our game or preparation for every game with with the very very same, and that's probably one of the reasons why we did do so well as well in Carlo and and beyond. Uh, and again, like that would be kind of a testament and, and respect to the likes of Rafferty that, you know, like, we, we didn't take them for granted in any shape or form, you know, and that's probably one of the reasons why we did kind of beat them as well overall, is that we, it, 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 every game was, was, was an honour in the final as such. Uh, we knew, look, every game against Rafferty in, in, in particular was always kind of a battle with draws, kind of tough games, as I said before there. Like, there was, there was teams that did beat by 10, 15 points over the years, but Rafferty was never one of them. We, there were always, always close games and draws. You know, you might win by four or five points in the end, but with 10 minutes going on any of them games, 
with any, any, anyone's ever taken, you know. So there were great battles back in the day, you know, and look, great teams with, 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 with great players, you know, on, on both sides, you know. So, um, look, that's, that, that kind of, um, it's, it's still kind of going that way at the moment as regarding the, like the, 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 the best kind of players in Carroll at the moment are probably on, on, on both them teams, you know. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if you're going on the form side of things, both sides won their games in the group stages. Um, it's funny, Duns are right, because on the pod, we said, three of the lads said, Vagas are going to beat Rafili, and then Rafili just completely tore up the script and were very dominant the other day, being honest yeah. about it. But only one kind of real positional change or kind of tactical um, alteration, which was just missing the, the, the first day from, from what I can gather. Um, but um, Ferenc Wagenstein, there's some real, there's some real talent there, and if they can, um, kind of keep it going and, and get a couple more performing, they'd be, they'd be laughing. But um, I was chatting to a fellow earlier who about the the teams in the nineties, and uh, it was a bit of a cheeky comment. But Rafili obviously won back to back, nineteen ninety one, and the comment that was mm-hmm. made was the only reason Aero became so good was because they had to beat that Rafili team. So Aero <laughs> went on to Rafili for <laughs> for the golden years. <laughs> <laughs> We gave them credit for that sort by the They're the reason why we, we, we kind of went down from there then. Just stopped the tree in a row, you know. So, God, it's, 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 it's a long time ago. <laughs> uh, good times, good times, good days. But just, just going on there, what, what, what Brian was saying, he made a couple of points there, kind of valid points about, as you say, about Rafili boys. Once they put the jersey on their back, they don't care who they're playing against, you know. And, and, and that is typical Rafili, you know. And that's where they've always been. And that's the kind of admiration and respect that, that, that they fully deserve. I mean, you know, for, from a small kind of village to, to year in, year out, to produce teams that are there, thereabouts in the championship. Okay, Aerogo won the last four, but listen to, to kick a ball between them and Rafael in, 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 in some games over the years there too, and that, you know. So, and like, as, you, as you said there on that, like they have, they have immense immense pride in 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 their jersey over there, and probably you know they're they're one of the most proudest teams that I have ever come across in 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 the country, you know. And just going back there to that Bagginstown game, you know, like it was a close game in round robin, you know. But then they did that really, it really didn't matter as such who kind of came second. I know if you came towards you had kind of quarter final that, but you had a yet a bye if you won it. But really, at the end of the day, when it came down to the crunch, when it came down to the knockout last weekend. Rafili showed their true colours and, and, and easily, easily dismissed the Bagnus on and were very impressive in doing so, I thought. What's the secret to Brian Murphy this year, uh, Brian? We all know he's been a fantastic servant Rafili and a fantastic player. Uh, but he seems to be playing the football of his life this year and obviously he's coming towards, I suppose, the tail end of the career. Like It's the, the Bagnus time woman he's very tight, say. Brian is um, <laughs> looking at a program that they're nice. Um, Brian made his debut in 2004 as a 17 year old uh, against Airog, I think, or was it Fenna? No, Fenna was in the final. final. So, yeah, but his, his debut was against Airog as a 17 year old, yeah. and um, and uh, I remember I remember watching that match, and I was only whatever 14 at the time, and being in awe of how he was able to play senior. Um, at such a young age, like you know, and it's probably a little bit more coming out than it was then, or so I thought. But um, he's just been phenomenal. Um, I think I'd have to get Tommy Murphy to give me a few programs, but I think he's probably passed out JJ now as uh, all-time top scorer, which is a serious um, feat. And if that's wrong, I apologize. Uh, my apologies to JJ, but the two of them are, um, have a serious scoring record. But I think Brian um, and like his, his scoring this year has been absolutely uh, phenomenal. I think he scored. I think he scored two six in one of the practice games as well, so he's just been um, phenomenal. And um, you know, there was talk that he, he sort of um, had to give up um, 
the year before last. And I think with COVID then, I think he kind of just felt that, um, you know, it was, it was kind of one, whether it's one last hurrah or whether he's more in the tank after this, it's, it's hard to know. But, um, uh, and then the, the elder statesman as well, Tony, uh, she's, um, well into his 40s at this stage and he's still playing. So um, hmm. there's something in the water out here, I'd say, Kevin. There's something all right, yeah. But, but Brian had two cruciates, did he? Maybe three? Over his career? Uh, possibly. <laughs> but I remember in primary school, Brian Murphy broke the same arm twice, I think, on one stage. Uh, he's just, like, you, you couldn't you, you couldn't break him up. He's, uh, he, he, I remember at one stage, he, he had torn the, the cruciate and was still able to play. Uh, and I remember, the, I remember at the time the talk was kind of um, physios were saying, no, you should be in pain, like, and um, the scans were showing that the cruise ship was gone or something and he was still able to play. He's just a... Freak. Um, in a nice way. <laughs> yeah, in a nice way. Freak of nature, you. Um, yeah, so, like, in addition to that, I, I think, you know, it's fair to say that the overall contributions from Rafael players that are not always in the limelight are worth pointing out. And the lads touched on it slightly during the last day. Wing back, I thought, was uh, very good as well in addition to the lads complimenting him. Um you know, we, we kind of talk about Brian and Brendan the whole time, and rightly so, with good reason. But other guys have stepped up. And even one thing I liked the other day, and I wouldn't expect any less from him, right? Well, young Kevin Murphy uh, was getting a little bit of hardship, gave it back, no fear of that. Next ball went and plucked it straight out of the sky, and not long later, scored a point. Um, I like that. I like that, you know. And I think that's something that Rafili have always had a knack of doing as well as bringing through players of real quality and real calibre because it seemed like Kevin Murphy came out of nowhere during last year's championship, right? And I know he's only a chap, so obviously he's only a year or two into it. But um, James Hickey said before about St. Wollens in a hurling context, he produced a gem and you always seem to be able to do that. Like Conor Dyle a few years back, uh, you know, Josh Moore's on the county panel. All these lads seem to be coming through and you might not have massive volume of lads maybe that do continue to play, but the lads that are are of real high quality. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it's hard to know. Every now and again, we do produce uh, gems, and um, it, it, it bought, like, give an example. You can, I suppose that the, the the Brendan, Barry John Malays, and the Jeffrey O'Donoghue's, they were of a particular age, but they were on that Leinster team in um, 07, on the Carroll team there, and um, they're now in their early 30s, and um, before that, it was the Alan Kellys, Ed Finnegan's, Brian Murphy's, and before that, it was Gary Dempsey, JJ Smith, and and that age group. And it's every three or four years, if you can be bringing two and three lads onto a team, it, it does wonders. And it's the same in Airog. I mean, um, the, the first Airog man I ever marked in a match, and for people who, yes, I actually did play football, uh, the first Airog man I ever marked was Sean Gannon, um, and I roasted him. Uh, um, that's a lie. But I, I, I was, <laughs> I, I, was, uh, I, was, I, was I was being back. He was being forward in under twelve match, and uh, um, that was in, a, in an out match out in the field. And um, um, but like Gannon's age group, you suppose Gannon's the the own roots, the Murta Wears that age group. They all brought in three. The next age group was probably the the Chris Blakes, the the Nile Quinlans, and then you've the the Ross Dunphys and the Reese Denise coming on as well. So it, it's. The, the clubs who do really well manage to bring in two or three every couple of years. And that that's when you have a spine like that that can constantly bring uh, improvements. You're, you're, you're going the right direction, you know? Definitely. So, John, the, yeah. the one thing that, that kind of struck uh, us and struck me, I suppose, over the weekend was the fact that, and obviously your own lad was on the Aerog Intermediate team. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, they won that championship by 13 points. And not one player has played 
or played the other day. You know what I mean? It's such a remarkable strength and depth that Arrow do have, in fairness. Yeah, well, I think this year now more than ever kind of showed that all right. You know, obviously with young young fella Evan getting a goal, it was great. Look, it was unfortunate circumstances, of course, with poor Johnny breaking the wrist just before the the I think it was the quarter final. But um, look, Evan was asked to, to stand up, and, and he did. So it was late for him. But yeah, look, when he went through the whole panel, I mean, it was it was a. Uh, it's, it was an amazing area of youth that are there. Something like ten or twenties actually. See me. Someone said ten or twenties finished under twenties finished that uh, that that game uh, on the field of play. And I think of that of them under twenties. I think draw actually nineteen even. Would you believe so? Uh, it's looking good that way. All right, you know. Uh, just, as 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 you were mentioning earlier on, there like it kind of come in in, in droves, I suppose, as such. You know, with uh, every couple of years like and that. You know, but I, I just made a point earlier on there about like okay, well, like, in Carlo in Aero, of course, being a big town, a big population, that you probably would expect to get kind of the the, the numbers coming through. Where where like really being a small village as such, how how they keep producing numbers is is remarkable. Like you know, it it, it really is. And you know, you're saying there about like obviously. Like Big Ben and Murphy, of course, is is a main man of the team, and it, you know, and and Brian, of course, as well, being there enough for so long. But the kind of the highlight is kind of pretty much nearly always on Brendan that these other young guys are coming through under, under the radar and, and and they're playing so well that they kind of they, they kind of go unnoticed other other clubs. You know that it's only when they get to kind of semi final final stages that, that the rest of the kind of come to see them and go, "Geez, these boys are pretty handy," you know. So. Like again, I have to give Rafferty unbelievable credit for the way they keep producing the players in in numbers as they do. Like for a place so small, you know. But uh, but as as Brian was saying, yeah, it is it is a kind of case of every couple of years, the kind of a certain kind of bash come along then again, and, and so on, you know. So, but like it'd be interesting to see now how, like as I said, my own Evan, like like his his age group now coming through, like they're all nineteen now, you know. But they, like when they were kind of growing up, like they they actually they they didn't win a thing. They their first ever even county final was just two years ago in the minor final against Spangles, which they lost. That was their first ever county final, even. You know, so uh, so hopefully now maybe going forward, uh, they might be a bit, bit more successful than they were um, underage. You know, but um, it's a different ball game, of course, when you go to adult football. But uh, look, it's it's looking good that way as well, all right? Uh, as as regards the youth and and uh, co- coming through. And look, I, I'm sure it's a very similar affiliate. Like they have a lot of young guys coming through as well at the moment. You know, so uh, it's it's good times I think ahead. You know, for both clubs. Morris Brown will obviously be looking for a good few of them boys. He's after been appointed uh, new Carroll Twenty manager. So. Um, I'm sure he's hopeful. A lot of those guys you're saying they're they've another year under twenty. That's uh, maybe they'll mm. Yeah, well, I, 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 I'd hope so. And if, obviously, if, if they're asking, they, they should answer the call anyway. You know, so but sure, listen to have the this under twenty championship. It's supposed to be starting anyway, like the weekend after next as well. You know, so um, uh, we see how that goes. I mean, I'm sure he'll he'll, he'll see plenty of players then. Like, like, and that's that's the, that's the time the time to go see players. You know, it's look, you, you can have all your your, your trials and, and challenge games all you want, but really, it's it's if you want to see players play properly, go see them play in championship games. You know, so look, Mers will have a chance over the next few weeks to see them see the lads play as as a at proper championship level so we'll see how good they are then and hopefully anyone, anyone that, that is asked to come in will we'll answer the call and, and, and give it a good rattle for next year It's funny actually on a kind of slightly separate note I know of a lad coming back years ago that got a phone call to go in and play under 21 County Harlan he was 23 at the time <laughs> <laughs> did he go in <laughs> he did not he didn't um, actually I heard quite recently about a lad who was 37 playing an under 20 practice match uh, that's true it's got a few weeks back there they were stuck for a, a number or two so he stood in he uh, he does look in around that age as well but um, I think it was very it definitely was love it. <laughs> but it wasn't me anyways. it wasn't me as one sort of thing there was a fella who um, years ago uh, was playing under 16 for Grange and he drove to the match now 
they don't, don't lads don't know whether he was legally driving or uh, was always a match, but it was one or the other, do you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I smile, I smile the stories and stuff you hear that what be after happening. I remember playing um I played a minor hurling match down to say one's uh Jesus, sure that's thousand eight, I was seventeen and yeah, sure look I hang myself with the dry. I was in Foley's Gary Hill the night before. But uh and a lot of their big lads were. Well, the same Williams boys were, were somewhere down their direction as well, engaging, because I was marking Big Jim Murphy, and Big Jim disappeared over to the line. He said, go away, go away. I said, Jesus, I'm not letting this out on my side. Next thing, puke straight out through the car to the helmet. So <laughs> 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 Jim had a couple as well, I think. And um, I'd say we probably have a few set ones list that are still from, from earlier, because we had Oshin Wall and Don, but I just look, it's mad, mad stuff that happens, like, you know, and especially... Uh, There's a really good uh, Raffaele Oak story, um, the 83 final, the first time they met in the final, I think it was, and uh, five points to four, apparently the worst mm. final of all time. Um, <laughs> I think you were, even you were too young to play in it, John, I'd say. Um, I, I was, yeah. Uh, uh, I was, was, yeah, yeah. I was only under, 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 under 16 then. <laughs> so I wasn't playing, though. No. <laughs> the story goes that uh, the legendary Vinny Harvey was um, coming home from the Munster final the same day, and um, the scores came on the radio, and it was... Um, uh, Rafili five points, and then there was a pause, and apparently Vinny is supposed to have said, "Oh God, Hero after hammering them," and then it was Hero four points, and apparently he was silent the whole way home. The car after that push. That's, 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 <laughs> sorry, <laughs> yeah, he, he's got he's got a few gems as well. In fairness, uh, Harvey, I've heard I've heard a couple oh, yeah. indirectly. I've heard a couple indirectly, and one of the best ones I heard. I don't know who the player was involved, but it was a struggle to get uh, to get fifteen together. And uh, Dunn was at the freezing there. I don't know if he, he's hearing me what's gone a little bit distorted. I'll just kick him for a sec and maybe he'll jump back in on the link there. Uh, but the story was anyway, uh, yeah, a team was struggling to 14 and they needed an extra body. Uh, so they got the extra body anyway. And Harvey supposedly told him, he said, stand out in the corner at the corner flag and don't go for the ball, don't do anything. So he stood out in the corner flag, supposedly. And yeah, next thing he went for a ball. And uh, I think Brian is back. I'll just bring him back in. You back with us, Brian? No, I think he's I think no. he's under a bit of pressure, right? But so anyway, I went for a ball and a half time came. He said, "What did I? What did I tell you?" He says, "I sure look, I want to get involved in the game, or whatever." He says, "Look, he says like this: you know you're shy, I know you're shy, but he doesn't know you're shy, so stay in the second corner <laughs> <laughs> and keep out of the way." But uh, I said that's him at the iceberg in terms of the stories that are, are supposed. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, you have one there. Just uh, again regarding the uh, the, the fourteen players, uh, one year of course we were we were playing with Carlo and uh, we'd play Cork away and of course meet in Shamrock Square probably half eight in the morning supposed for the long journey down and uh, only 14 players on the bus and uh, I won't say a name but a certain, a certain man he was was driving the bus and he says drive me bus there so I, I go down and the boy said hey you can't go you're suspended so we had to give a forfeit we had to give a walk over we had 14 players and a, and a suspended bus driver as well so we, 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 we didn't go to the game in the end yeah yeah, we have a walk over so unfortunately yeah, sure, look. At least you're suspended from driving, sorry. You got <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> no, yeah. no. As far as we know, anyway. So, yeah. So, so John, listen. Uh, I, if, I, yes. it's just it's, we're back to we're back to the two of us now. So I don't, I don't know if yes. I'm going to be jumping back on with this, but let's let's get down to the nitty gritty of this, right? So, um, and I'll get a verdict on tomorrow night's game as well. We'll have you on between the Blues and Ballarat yeah. relegation final. But who wins this on Sunday for you, and and why? 
Well, look, you have to look at your kind of your your your, your head and your heart. And to be honest with them, I suppose the moment I I, I bought bought would still say a rogue, you know, uh, their, their favourites. Um, Bookies having very very strong favours. I wouldn't go that far now, you know. But uh, look, to be honest, Kevin, I, I always say about Aero. If Aero play anyway to their potential, they, they, they don't be beaten. I think at all, you know. So um, again, if they play, if they play the way they can play, I, I expect them to win by by, by by a few points. But if if they don't play well at all, if there's any way struggle at all, or really ref, get that, that kind of good start on them, it'll be a different game altogether, and it will be it will it, it will be tough. Um, I still fancy Aero to, to 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 win it by a couple of points. Uh, I'm hoping to kind of to, to, if, if they click anyway at all. I think they really are a handful, especially up up, up front. They're very very good very good uh, uh, scoring forwards in the last couple of years as well. Uh, the backs have been tremendously solid um, for the last number of seasons now. You know, and and, and they're all pretty much season campaigners as well. The backs pretty much kind of pick themselves as well, which kind of says it all. You know, so uh, I still would say I still would say a rogue uh, to win it by a few points in the end anyway. Yeah, right. Brian is back for a verdict. Uh, so you have John's verdict. What's your verdict? Sorry, we were getting in trouble there with the with the internet. Yeah, so yeah, um, verdict. Um, I think um, the heart says and the head says um, something similar to the league final. Hopefully, but um, yeah, no, um, you back back on your city team on any given day. So um, ready for the win, Kev. Good stuff. And just a word, lads, on the uh, relegation final. So, Ballerana versus the Blues. Uh, that's the tomorrow night at 7.30. We are doing live commentary that on our Twitter page as well, on the left wing back. Uh, that one will be in association with uh, Lynch's uh, For Goodness Cakes. They have a bakery going up there as well. So, uh, we are very grateful for them for getting in touch and uh, sponsoring that. And they're sponsoring the Junior C final for us on, on Sunday as well. We're covering all the bases that the, that the local radio station having the rights to. So, we're picking up the pieces and, and happy to do so. What's that? Any free samples? Talk nicely to Martin Lynch, and uh, we'll, see, we'll, 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 we'll see what happens. But um, so, like that—that that is a that's a funny one because Banarana were promoted, then when they were relegated. Now they're they're senior again. Will they be relegated again? That's the, that's the big question. Uh, John, where do you see it going? Yeah, look, uh, interesting to, to to say the least. You know, I I just said this and two weeks ago. Banner Banner were, were, were kind of gone down. You know, um. What did it, what did they do when they were officially get the first time? Like did they go on the lash? I, I, I had been back training properly since. Uh, you know we, we don't know. Uh, the blues again too. Kind of same look. I'm 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 hearing training. What has been going too well overall there? I don't know how how true or false that was. You know, but look if uh, it it is both teams are going to have to be to, to to give it all. You know, like the Blues are probably I didn't see the game. The Blues are probably a talent lucky thing. It's all luck and like they had the wins of the game. Uh, maybe a bit of experience in the end too probably cost them that. And maybe maybe a bit of kind of fitness too that Lockton had finished it with a few, a few points towards the end. It's it's it's, it's tough to call. Um, you know, do do a two ding dong battles with them there a couple of years ago in the, in the intermediate when the Blues came back with something like about nine points down to to to, to draw it level only to, to lose the replay, but. Uh, I think it's going to be another kind of close game again. Um, it, it, look, to be honest, I think it's really down to know who really wants to stay up the most. That, that, that's what it is, you know. Um, it, again, look, if, if I have to choose one, I think maybe Banner Banner might shade it. Uh, they've had their kind of their, their reprieve or their let off now. I think they might take full advantage of it, you know. But again, it'll be it'll, it'll be a close one. Uh, again, it really is close. But if it, in, going to the book, is probably back a draw on it. But if I had to pick one team, I think maybe Banner Banner might shade it. Good stuff. Well, listen, John, thanks a million for jumping on the up for the match. Uh, pleasure, session. Kevin. Absolute pleasure. And, uh, Great stuff. Thank Brian, thank Brian O'Donoghue as well, who uh, just have an internet issue. Cakes, is he? 
Yeah, he could offer the kicks, kicks so yes. your kicks, and off off he went. Yeah, but um, obviously we wish the very best luck to uh, to Rafili and Erog and all the teams taking part in county finals over the weekend. Match officials as well, not forgetting them. It's big, it's a big day for them. So um, all course, the best. Yeah. And and listen, John, great to chat to you again. It's been a while, right? So um, maybe, has, maybe we'll see you. Maybe we'll see you over the Definitely. weekend, sir. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, no doubt. I'll be here. All right. Thanks yeah. again. All right. Talk to you then. Thanks, Kevin. Pleasure. Mind yourself. There we go. So. Uh, yeah, that's where we leave it, folks. Just to uh, say thanks to our sponsors, uh, Sports Equipment Ireland, uh, their website, sportsequipment.ie, promo code and everything there for 10% off, uh, TLWB, obviously standing for the left wing back. And those guys stock all your team training equipment, including tactic boards, poles, bibs, cones, and much more, as well as a large range of Christmas gift ideas for kids. So, yes, thanks very much to them, and thanks to all our guests who joined us over the last hour. We're now going to end the stream. We'll get the audio on uh, Spotify, Apple, etc., 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 as quickly as possible. And yeah, looking forward to covering the games over the weekend. And uh, we'll chat to you again soon. Take care.